if you know somebody who wants to be Chris's secretary. Yeah, no, no one wants to do that. (laughs) Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast, episode 183. My name's Sam. I'm Chris. And um, I'm trying to adjust my levels. There we go. I think I'm all good now. Welcome to the episode. How's it going, Chris? Ah, great. 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 I'm happy. You're happy. It's Friday. We're recording on a Friday. Yes. That's a good part. And I got a bit of a pay rise. Not like a mega, mega one, but a decent one. A decent one. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's happy. It was unexpected. I've been working towards that. Hey, unexpected is good because I think if it was anything else, you'd be getting fired. (laughs) Either I'll get a really good raise or I'll be fired. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. It's pretty much like that, actually. There's no in-betweens. Yeah. You can just have one or the other. So, yeah. So uh, that makes me happy. Is it happy enough to do a backflip on a dance floor, Chris? Um, I have... Not tried that. The best I've done is drop into the full split um, because I could do the full split yep. on the dance floor, a bit drunk, but I hadn't warmed up enough. Oh. And this was days before or a week before my black belt grading, which was not ideal, which meant this does not most sound of the ideal. time when I was fighting, I couldn't kick too far above my head. Uh, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna guess that that's not a good thing uh, no. for a black belt grading. No, <laughs> well, it wasn't ideal. Well, there's Dumbass. some there's some great video out there. An FBI agent he decides uh, in a nightclub to do a backflip in the middle of the dance floor, and he looks like he almost completes it. And as he comes around, his gun, which is tucked into his pants, falls out onto the floor. That's okay. And as he goes to pick it up, obviously he grabs the trigger. And shoot someone in the leg. <laughs> You're kidding me. No, no, it's great. Now, this is an FBI agent. Yeah, yeah. Like, good good, uh, good gun handling there, guy. Yeah. Don't they have a safety? And if you shove your gun into your pants, wouldn't you make sure the safety was on? Why, why would you be doing a backflip as an FBI agent with your gun? I don't know if he was on duty or off or whatever. Anyway, they're investigating it. I just thought it cracked me up. Because the video is like, here he is. He's like, where? <laughs> So, oh, are we going to have the video linked into the show notes? Yep, check out the show Please notes. Do at that because I want to see it now. Thechrisandsampodcast <laughs> dot com. Cool, cool, cool. Um, hey, um, just going to say, I have at, at Sam's suggestion today. Oh. I've been listening to Behind the Bastards. Is that what it's called? That is what it's called. Yeah. Yes, uh, great little podcast. Uh, it's looking at the lighter side of some of. History's most notorious people. People, yeah, yep. Uh, so I, I listened to all of uh, Stalin. I, I didn't know much about Stalin, so I was a bit surprised, and it, it's pretty amazing. And I'm almost, well, I'm, I'm either halfway or more finished with uh, Saddam Hussein's very good. They also romantic novelist era, and and that opening thing about the farter. Hitler. Hitler, yep. That's their little short uh, intro thing for the very first episode. They also cover Bill Cosby over two episodes and Harvey Weinstein. (laughs) I've got that far. Both terrible, terrible humans. Yeah, so uh, it's actually quite funny. Uh, Definitely, definitely worth checking out. So there you go. 
shout out for Behind the Bastards. Yep, check that out. Um, we got our new business cards this week, Chris. Yes, oh. we did. I gave my first one out today. Chris has some uh, on his desk with his actual business, proper business cards. Yeah, so the Guild Wars ones, and behind them, tucked in behind them, facing me, so I can see them through the clear uh, business card holder. Who, who did you give it to? Was uh, it Karen? Oh, okay, oh Karen, he's Cause, okay. Because I said to him for charity, the Chris and Sam podcast will look at helping with sponsoring <laughs> his race car. What does if that entail? Can, Fifty bucks. Okay. If we can put a sticker on it, like a. You know, yeah, we, we'll have a, our, our image on the on the on the race car, and we get a photo of us with the race car. Okay, that's happening image. in September. Uh, yeah, something like that. No, it is. I've, I, all right. Yeah, I checked out on all that stuff. Oh, you do research. Oh, good well, on you. I have to fo- <laughs> oh no, that was the one thing you did research on, but I had to follow up on it just to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, um, yeah, they've got a meeting. Actually, tonight I think they said they've got a meeting about it because they're working out how they're, how they're funding it and getting the car and all that. Mm. So, yeah, so I said, well, we'll kick in um, some sponsorship if, you know, if it's going to charity, we'll do that. And that's right. That's all right. Yeah. Um, we still need to sort out that, uh, that brick thing. I know. I, I was going to do yesterday. that, actually. But uh, w- what we do need to do is sometimes we wonder who's listening to this. Uh, it's a little bit of a mystery sometimes because <laughs> the stats just say that it just gives us a number and sometimes we don't hear from people. So we're going to have a shout out to Melissa, a.k.a. Agent Merp, who I know is listening. And Tanya is also listening. Tanya Inshore. Yay! Yay! Um, that was good. Because, yeah, we, uh, so occasionally I'll get a message from somebody I haven't heard from for a while. And I'm like, what are you on about? Oh, the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I forget. So if you uh, you know you want a claim to fame and you want to tell people that your name was mentioned on the Chris and Sam podcast, um, let us know. Get hold of us. So yeah. I think we've got a we've got a handle on who the uh, the core listeners are of the podcast. Yeah, that's and cool. and from all feedback, it sounds like we will be recording another episode of Lost in Space at some point. Yes, um, and maybe some other uh, things have been suggested, so we'll have a look at that. Lost in Space is obviously number one because that makes us very angry very fast. Yeah, I actually have to watch the episode three, so we should get the, the microphones out and do that at some point. We should get that out. Hey, um, here's something that you'll be liking, Chris. The The library in town is reopening on the 9th of July. Woo! Yeah! Yeah, it should be good. Um, but I don't work in town anymore, and I don't have the time. It's, so I used to go in at lunchtime a little bit when I worked at Telecom, because it was literally around the corner, right? Yeah, So yeah. it was quite good. And I used to go there on Saturdays to get away. Oh, I won't say get away from home, because there was nobody at home, but there were people a, in the library. So a I'd change of scenery. Study. Yeah, change of scenery. And I'd study in there. I'd do my weeby stuff on there. Very good. So anyway, that's all happening, and the the librarians are super happy about it. I bet they. <laughs> yeah, they they were telling me about it the other day when I was there. Uh, something I saw the other day, and I didn't get a photo of it because my brain couldn't process it fast enough while I was at a set of traffic lights. Um, there was a guy on a mountain bike riding with a forty-four gallon drum balanced on the front of the handlebars. What? So like lengthwise, standing up. Out? Standing, standing up. up. Yeah. So wow. he was sort of leaning. I don't know if he could fully see what was in front of him. He was just looking at the edge of the footpath, I think, and just riding. 
Holy it was really crap. bizarre. Uh, welcome to Hamilton. That was down Avalon Drive. Oh my god, that so, would have been a great video uh, moment to uh, share. On I Facebook. know, I know, I know. I felt I, I was just yeah. This is why you need a camera in your. Uh, I don't. Yeah, but it would have been front facing. Dash, dash like camera. this guy was like on the side, so I'm not but sure if I would have got go, it. Eh. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that ant eh, for the listeners was me turning turning the, the camera. The imaginary camera with his hand. <laughs> if you can imagine that. We're uh, so all about we're all about uh, high quality sound effects yeah, here yeah, at the yeah, Chris yeah. and Sam podcast. Eh. Anyway, um so you uh read much of the spin off? Uh every now and then. Yeah, I don't I like I can't, I don't go there specifically. No, Mostly I don't. it's tweets. I get tweets, particularly David Farrier's. Cause yeah, well, I sent you funny. that link about the Auckland yeah. Film, International Film Festival, which was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I'd already read that by then, uh, and I'd already shared it on... Uh, tweeted it out on um, the NZ Filmmakers podcast. Ah, very good. By then. But yeah, but that was, that was funny as, because um, I said... This is what it's always like at film festival. Film, film festivals are a strange animal, but I do highly recommend that you go to Tia, Ara, what was it? Hanui Film Festival, and I link them in. Mm. Yeah, very good. Really good. But um, yeah, so anyway, big news from the spin off is they have the spin off TV is launching in a couple of weeks. There's a link to the story there. Um, so it looks like they've got a bunch of. Um, people involved like i was a bit surprised because i was like oh yeah so they've probably got two hosts they've got the two female hosts um alex and leone alex has been was the first employee of the spin-off so it's good to know that it's like the real spin-off um and um and then i was like oh yeah, and i have a producer maybe one or two other people but if you scroll down there's like a gazillion names on that thing yeah, straight yeah. after um, seven days on the Friday slot at nine forty-five is when it's happening. And um, yeah, it, what 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 what's interesting about that? And, and maybe uh, if everybody doesn't know what what's, what's happened is the spinoff started because they were like, again, it was a backlash to the fake news or the uh, what's the word commercial. Uh, print media so the spin-off started and it was a bunch of journalists that were just basically going now we want to do media for media's sake and we'll get some funding from you know uh, patreon or whatever like that sort yeah, of yeah crowd supported crowd supported thing and it's done really well it's been what a year or two years now or is it more than that it's oh. probably more than that chris it's probably more than yeah. that because i'm 50 now and those years just start flashing by um but, but yeah, they've they've uh, finally got got on TV and it's spin off TV. So what do you what do you think about that? Good for them. Good for them. We don't get TV here. Yeah, I know. I'm probably not going to go out of my way to watch a rebroadcast. Yeah. Uh, good for them. <laughs> All right. Well, if anybody else has some interesting ideas on that, I'm I'm curious to see how it'll work because I think, no, it'll what work. Was, what was that? What, why One, are you wondering how it'll work? Okay. okay so what I mean by that, because I was going to say, what I'm wondering is how it'll work out because when we did have TV, the thing that used to make us the most angry before Lost in Space was... Yeah, yeah. Garner and Duplessis. Yeah, what yeah, was that called? I don't know. Who cares? But they're, they're idiots. Yeah, it exactly. Matter. They were freaking idiots. And they got paid a salary to but be you've still got, stupid idiots on You've TV. still got Seven Sharp. You've got The Project, which is the other TV3 thing with all those other randos. 
Yeah. And they can throw money at anything and they can have all these people. Hopefully their content's good because that's what will make or break it. But if, you know, most people um, want random crappy stories and, you know, about random crappy things, and that's what most of the news is on any website and Facebook's terrible at it. So the smart, intelligent people who read the spin-off We'll probably watch that, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, oh, the ratings are really crap. Oh, we're not bringing it back now. Yeah. That's the only downside yeah, to it. But it is supposed to be quirky humor and a lot of people's stories as well. So I, th- I don't think they're going full intellectual on it, right? Um, but what, what, what is interesting to me is that this is something that was made organically for an audience, that a gap that they thought that there was in in the print realm or in the you know media yeah, realm, yeah. and um, so I mean, some that, guys just put it together. That's exactly what we're doing, Chris. We're living the dream, <laughs> exactly. And so these are our, these are our forerunners, and when we overtake them with our own TV channel, I mean, um, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they've got a studio with a broom, a rake, a weed eater, and a big stack of polystyrene next Don't to them when the they computer. started. And the computer, yeah. And I took the cables out of there, actually. It's not plugged in. It's, you can't plug it in anymore. That's okay. No one was <laughs> using it. Uh, I don't know why that's a thing. But, uh, you know, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so that, that was that. Or actually, I'll stick with the spin-off for a second. But I do, I, I do feel uh, with what we've been doing for almost... We're coming up four years now at the Chris and Sam podcast. We're, we're approaching up 200 episodes. Which is just mind blowing. It, it was mind blowing when we got. I to- kept saying, "Oh, it's been at least six weeks, six months, whatever, something." It was mind blowing <laughs> when we got to like twenty episodes. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're going to keep going. <laughs> no, don't be like that. No, no. Um, okay, so this was also a spinoff story because I ended up going on the spinoff for something else. Um, Matariki. What's Matariki to you? Uh, it's the Maori New Year. Right. Um, that's one of the ways it's known. It's known as other things as well. But basically... What other somebody, things? Oh, it says the story. I'm I was just seeing if you knew off the top of your head. Um, but what, the whole point is this, this guy reckons that Matariki is going to be a public holiday within the next five years. So we have two less public holidays... <laughs> A year than places like Canada, USA, Australia, and they mentioned somebody else. Forget. Really? Um, yeah. Oh. And uh, they reckon we should have this. And Wellington Council have been pushing to switch um, Matariki, uh, so Guy Fawkes, take that holiday away. It's not even a holiday, is it? Uh, no, it's not a holiday. No, but there's something to do with. Switching Guy Fawkes for Matariki. I don't even know what that means. Maybe doing fireworks at... This comes up every single year. Yeah. Uh, They always talk about it. And, um, yeah. I didn't open that garage door, did I? No, no. No. um, Some random did. Yep. One of the flatmates will be out there lurking around in his car before he walks in. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. So, um, but do you think having Matariki as a public holiday would be a good idea? I have no. Because it's at that particular time of the year, right? It's June, uh, June, July. It's end of June, beginning of July, somewhere around there. So it's a winter time. It's like we haven't had a public holiday for a while. Time to have another one. Oh, I've got no problem with it, and I think it's a good, um, 
a thing to celebrate and I've got no problem with that but the racist people in New Zealand will yeah, will, will, so get, will get pretty upset God, because I'm like, um, we can't, I'm, we can't. We've already got Waitangi Day, Chris. We, we got, should get rid of Queen's birthday. We, no, we've got Waitangi Day. We Why can't. Have we got Queen's birthday. Well, I don't know. Who knows? <sighs> okay, I, I think it'd be a good idea. So I, I'm for Matariki uh, as a public holiday. Basically, I'm for public holidays, though. To be fair, um, public holidays don't mean much to me. So yeah, <laughs> uh, I usually work right through them. So. Oh, yeah. So um, are you up on the latest with the US um, trade have, have a, issues? We'll have a guess on that one. There'd be no? Yes. Okay. All right. So the US, well, <laughs> Donald Trump, basically. Yeah, you, Chris, Chris unilaterally. Is fa- Chris's favorite person. <laughs> I swear that I don't know why you don't have a like Trump T-shirt or... You probably uh, do. It's on order. <laughs> I mean, it's coming. Uh, it's, I've got a... Uh, um, yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. Sounds uh, like a story Trump for another imposed day. imposed a 25% steel um, tariff, tariff on steel, citing national uh, security concerns. I, I, Before you get into this, I assume he's getting some sort of kickback somewhere along the lines. No, I don't think he is. I think he's just stupid. Well, no, I, I think I understand his reasoning. I'll tell you in a sec. Okay. But basically those tariffs are targeting Canada, the EU, and Mexico. All his, okay, yeah, his favourite places, <laughs> yeah. apparently. Um, and the, the ta- tariff that he's placed is illegal, under the rules of the World Trade Organization. So, is, well, but is, he's president, so he can do anything. But is it happening then, or is he just? No, it's already done. It's already happened. Well, like this. But how though? If it's illegal? It, no, it's illegal under the World Trade Organization. Oh right. Doesn't mean that you anybody yeah, has, yeah, okay. pays any attention to them. Right. So Trudeau, president of Canada, yes. or prime minister, I should say, prime of minister. Canada. Um, actually, you should see his um video of this because everywhere like and he's like let me be clear this is not okay (laughs) not in those words but like pretty 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 straight on he goes we are putting tariffs on steel that we send to the u.s and we're putting tariffs on x y and z Okay. Right. Um, yeah. I, I forget what it was. Yeah. Gene. Maple syrup. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bunch of stuff ice. that goes over there. Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, they buy from them. Uh, I think sweet corn was one of them or something like that. Okay. Um, and incidentally, the EU have put tariffs on bourbon. Oh, um, no. Chris cries himself to sleep. Levi's and something else that the Europeans import from uh, America. Okay. Yep. Right. Uh, and those are legal under WTO's rules because they are retaliatory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No? yeah. So anyway, that's I, I just like the, to point out the fact that one's illegal and the others are, are legal because, you know, the moral high ground. Um, so anyway, but what, what Trudeau was basically saying is you're saying that you consider Canada a threat – to your national security. That's what you're telling us with this. And we as Canadians who have died alongside US soldiers fighting as brothers in arms are really upset. And you know how Can- Canadians are like always polite? He was upset and it was it was a very reserved upset, but they were upset. I mean, who who is Can- who you know, who are they really an enemy to? Canada? Anyone? Exactly. Exactly. It's like New Zealand. We're not even a threat to anyone. Well, 
climate and Maoris, really. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, so the EU has um, lodged a complaint with the World Trade Organization. So when I said, I meant I wasn't going to go there, but because you brought it up, uh, what what Trump's getting out of this? Damn it! See that glazed over look in my eyes. <laughs> That's what's happening here. Uh, what Trump's getting out of this is he's he's wanting to get more votes from the Rust Belt. Um, oh, right. You know, so all those guys that, you know, this will create more jobs. Yeah, like and Detroit. And- but it's actually going to be worse. So it's funny because he's uh, put the input tariffs on steel, right? And he's, like, talking about doing further uh, uh, tariff, posing tariffs against Mercedes and and. BMWs because okay. he's got a real thing about German luxury cars. He he he's been on record as saying you know German cars should be taxed from back in like the nineties, right? Don't know where that comes from, but the funniest okay. thing is that uh, the majority of BMWs and Mercedes sold in the US are made in the US. Yeah, I was going to say they're probably and, not all imported, and GM imports all this stuff. Yeah, and so um, they. If you, the, with this trade war, it's actually hurting GM more than it's hurting BMW and Mercedes at the moment. So it's all like the guy didn't think it through. You know um, what I'm saying? No, that's right. His wife made an appearance after 40 something days, didn't she? I think. Finally. Oh, did you, the, have they found her? Well, no, I saw a. <laughs> I saw a video, I thought it was an actual thing, and he they superimposed like a blow-up doll next to him. And, and it looked like it was actually there. Like, it was really clever. So I do remember seeing uh, something about, you know, the, the hashtag had come up, where's Melania? Yeah, or whatever that's right. It is. And um, there was a tweet from Melania, but oh, what was it? I, I think it was a Trevor Noah was, was showing this. And he goes, you know that this is not... Melania speaking because it says what was the phrase I'm all good everything's good yeah they said that but there was one little phrase and then he gets all these Trump tweets on the on the screen highlighted exactly the same phrase on all of them it's just the Trump thing that he says what would happen if it turned around she'd been killed oh he'll get away with that he can pardon himself I know that's right Hey, I've got. Um, oh, did I, oh, I, I, on that point, just before we go on that, um, there's anyone more. who finds this at, at least interesting, I've got another podcast for you. It's uh, Roman Mars, who's a, a, quite a famous podcaster. He does 99% Invisible. But what I want to recommend you listen to is What Trump Can Teach You About Con Law. So, What Trump Can Teach Us. What Trump can teach you about you, I think. One, Yeah, one or the other. Um, yeah, and uh, Roman Mars and this uh, professor who's a she's, – she's cool. She's quite funny. Um, she's a professor on constitutional law in the US, and they just take the latest Trump tweet and they uh, look at what actually happens. It's, it's very entertaining. It's, it's, I haven't listened to it yet, so I can't chime it. in yet. I'm going to – it's on my – List uh, the next podcast I'm listening to. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna, I, I recommend you check it out. I'm going to check it out. Interested, and then I will be able to give my opinion on it <laughs> next episode, maybe. Which is probably quite different to my opinion. Maybe. <laughs> hey, I uh, read this thing today all about Fortnite, the game that's gone crazy around the world. So last week we talked about. Oh, it was the week before, wasn't it? We talked about the um, amount of money that um, Epic Games have thrown into prize pool. That's right, for the uh, worldwide 
they're still working it out, but um, yeah, yeah, they they pledged a hundred million or something. But that's prizes. nothing because um, forty million. If you haven't heard of it, just look it up. Everyone's playing it, kids. They've got stories running. There was like an Auckland family that play it with like their six and seven year olds on the weekend because the argument is that people are spending way too much time in front of screens right now, whereas the average child is like I think. The, I think the recommend is like an hour or two, and there's kids on there like nine hours a day. I yeah, I you mean, know? I the game I play is ordering, but um, it, it takes eight hours at, at work, and then I come home for eight hours of relax, relaxing Rocket League oh, no. or Elite the night okay. before. Anyway, cool. Sorry. No, no one wants to hear about your amazing life. <laughs> but so basically, forty million people have played it. Uh, they doubled. It doubled in April what it generated in the month of February. So they pulled in almost $300 million in April alone, right? Oh, what? And they're only putting $100 million in some price pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's all good. And they had a recent tournament and they had 42 million live views on it. And it's now surpassed uh, Minecraft as the most watched game on YouTube ever. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's pretty good. That is because I didn't even know it was on YouTube at all. Yeah, well, there's people videoing and yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, I get it. They right. reportedly make a million dollars a day just on mobile alone, and they haven't even released on Android yet. That's coming out soon. Holy crap. Yeah, so pretty cool. Um, and, you know, most of it's a free-to-play model, and they make their money for $10 per 10-week subscription for a Battle Pass. So, that might, so okay, so I was, I was watching a Sunless Khan video uh, earlier this today, tomorrow, yesterday, whatever. And um, time is almost irrelevant. For irrelevant Chris. at my age, it really is. I, I transcend time. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's what it's called. <laughs> we will see when we get the wedding video. Oh, don't even go there. Oh. So um, anyway, I was telling some people at work, cracking up about that. Um, I don't know why you tell people this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like it cracks me up. <laughs> anyway, so um, what was I saying? <laughs> I have no idea. See, that, that's how you transcend time, bro. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I have no idea. Oh, yeah, Sunless Khan. So the, apparently there's a Lawler had put out, Lawler's one of the um, commentators at Rocket League, and oh, okay. he, he uh, had said something about it's going to be an epic. I wish I could tell you, but I can't tell you, but you're going to love to find out about it. There's a big change in Rocket League, and the two guys – I think it was Flump and uh, Sunless Khan were um, talking and they were like, think they might be going to a free model, like yeah. obviously like Fortnite. And I didn't get it. I was like, why would they go to a free model? But if they're making that much money out of the free, free-to-play free model, um, and for Rocket League it just means a huge influx of players – which these two, you know, these two are content creators for Rocket League, right? Yeah. So they're like, yeah. To be honest, it's probably not going to be a big deal for most players. Like players that are ranked up a bit, they're probably not going to notice the influx no, at that... all. At least not initially. Unless there's but some says, sort of. But it's going to be great for us content creators. Yeah. And that's true. It's like, yeah. So there's a whole secondary industry when they get something big like this. And I bet, and and what happens, so people know this about Fortnite. So you said um, they have more 
views than Minecraft. And I think part of that is it's so easy to video games now. Oh, like it it's is. It's built into the new um, Windows operating system. It's built into my uh, graphics cards freaking And all the, gaming, all the gaming systems have it as yeah, well. Yeah, so it's like it's so easy, so it creates more. And I think when you've got these guys giving tips, people go and play, they get some tips, they go and play – it increases the number of people who play, so it's a you know a, a spiral, a vicious circle type thing. It is, um, but it's interesting when you're in the say a forum for content creators. A lot of them are getting dejected because there's um, so much competition. Yeah, there's like a hundred thousand people trying to make content about this one thing. That's why. But I that's, t- showed you that thing with uh, Sunless Khan. Do you, do you get a chance to look at it? The video I sent you. I have no idea what the you're talking about milk. now. The Cash Merc I sent you on Telegram and said, watch this video. No. Yeah. So Sunless Khan just has some great ideas. And I, actually, I think Oh, I vaguely doing, remember what this is we now. We had this discussion about it, but yeah. Yes, um, You're doing a Chris now. We can't swap roles because the listeners will get all upset about it. Like, you, I'm the vacant one. You're supposed to know what's going on. Uh, so. I've just, this is, I, like, honestly, just this is my seventh day of work. I've just finished, so. Yeah, okay. Um, so That's anyway, yeah. Um, what I think he's doing, though, is he's getting old TV programs and repurposing them through online oh, yeah. things. Like, I think that's his model. I don't know, sure. But uh, that Cash Merc one uh, that he's just tried, it was, it was very entertaining. And, no, it's um, a good idea. And I think and with, like, these young people don't know anything. Like, we've got our Yeah, yeah, because we'd look at it and we'd go, oh, that's just X, Y, Z. Well, uh, particularly me, because I've seen it like three generations. That's and, right. Uh, <laughs> because we come across that with our flatmates. Uh, I think one's just turned 21 and the other one's, I don't know how so old So one of, one of my flatmates is not as old as this video that is in Sam's hand right now that he keeps fondling that uh, right. was of my wedding. Like that just blows my mind slightly. He's like, oh my God, my flatmate's younger than... Uh, I've been a vegetarian longer than he's been born then. Good stuff, good stuff. That brings us to the end of the podcast, Chris. We're already there. Oh, my God. Uh, so next week we are at Field Days, and we're not 100% sure. Uh, I think there's going to be uh, some interviews with Chris and myself and some randoms, and then there'll probably be interviews just with me uh, yeah, due to scheduling. And, um, so I don't, Sam will have a lot more time at the Field Days than I will. And I don't know if I trust Chris to go off by himself to talk to people. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Um, so, and I had planned that I would go on Thursday with Sam, put my car in to get a warrant of fitness and stuff, and get all the work done for it on that one day off. That's a good plan. That was a good plan, but now I've got all these meetings on Thursday, so I can't take Thursday off. So I'm going with Sam, but he's got to go to work on Friday. So that means I have to drive out there so I can drive back again. So it's a hard life. So much for getting the car fixed. Yep, Chris is struggling. Uh, so make sure to check out the com for all the show notes and anything else that we've got there. We've got some of our favorite episodes on the front page. If you haven't checked that out, including the Indian Scam Caller and the Laugh of Chris. And if you don't know what that is, well, I don't know if you're really a listener of the podcast. <laughs> I played both of those for Kieran today when I gave him that business card. Ah, look at it. <laughs> look at it. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. It was, you must have just been like, what the hell? He was like, but that, that scam corner, at the very end, he goes, what happened just then? I said, he says, 
<laughs> is there a box that says, I am an idiot? Tick that click. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So uh, thanks for listening, and we will be back next week. And keep an eye out for any random bonus episodes that may pop up on your device. All right. Until, Until next, then. Yep, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.